which is awesome. Yeah, we're watching uh, Jumanji, so we stopped just for you guys. Yeah. With, like, the new Jumanji? Yeah, the next level. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we're about to head to study hall at, like, 6.30. Yeah, 6.30. All right, well, because they've got this important social schedule to an academic schedule to, to take on, we can go ahead and get started right now. Um, good to see everybody. Uh, my name is Chris Lakes. I'm director in the Office of Student Success and Transition. Um, yeah, wonderful to have you guys with us tonight. I would ask that if you're if you're calling in, um, calling in, it's like a 1980s radio show. If you're Zooming with us, I would encourage you to um, uh, mute your microphone, things like that, until you have a question. But tonight, we've got some really fun stuff going on. We're going to talk to our friends in student life to talk about some of the campus policies, talk about housing stuff, talk about COVID stuff, a lot of good things to, to discuss. First of all, I want to have some of our professional staff introduce, our, introduce themselves. Like I said, I'm Chris. Uh, let's go over to Ellie. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Ellie. I'm the program associate for the Office of Student Success and Transition. Um, so if you have emailed or called our office within the past six months or so, there is a high probability that you spoke with me or you could have spoken with one of our lovely labor students who work in our office. Uh, Channing, why don't you introduce yourself? Everyone, my name is Channing Francis, he, him, his, and I'm the Student Success Advisor in the Office of Student Success and Transition. So if you um, are an incoming transfer student, I will be your academic advisor. And some of you who are first-year students, I will advise you as well. Um, but I look forward to connecting with you all tonight and over the course of the next few months. Sweet. Let's get uh, um, Collis Robinson. Collis, why don't you introduce yourself? They're going to be hearing from you in a second anyway. Sure, good evening. I'm so happy to be joining you all. My name is Collis Robinson. I am an alum of Berea and I serve as the Associate Dean of Student Life. And so um, what that means is I get to uh, have fun and, and basically work with all the staff in the residence halls as well as the programming side of the house, uh, campus activities and things of that sort. So excited again to, to meet each of you and to talk to you a little bit about Student Life. So, Let's also do this. If you're an O-team member joining us today, just wave at the camera so that everybody can see okay, lots and lots and lots of O-team waves right there. We've got this incredible group of O-team people. They've been doing a lot of the summer connections things and all that stuff. Um, yeah, they're great. They're a lot of fun. So you'll be getting to meet them uh, throughout sessions like this and throughout the summer and, and those kinds of things. So uh, Ellie, did I miss anybody on the pro staff? I don't think so, but if you're pro staff and we missed you, unmute yourself. Hi. I'm a muting. I'm Melissa. <laughs> so I'm oh, Alyssa. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Chris. It's been a long time since I've seen you. Um, I know. <laughs> but hi. And you're doing housing stuff, right? I am. So well, introduce as, yourself. Yeah. So I am Melissa. I'm doing housing stuff, as Chris mentioned. I work as an area coordinator uh, for an incoming first year hall for females, and then an upperclassmen hall that has both male and female. Uh, I do a lot of things on programming as it pertains to housing as well as student life. So nice to meet everybody. Melissa, I'm gonna say this in complimentary fashion. You still look a lot like a student. So, you know, you've got that useful look. People don't mistake me for a student anymore. You hang on to that as long as you can. It's nice while you've got it. Um, anybody else that we missed? No? All right. So tonight, what we've got is uh, we've done the introductions. We're going to hand it over to Collis and Melissa to talk a little bit about some student life policy things. Then we're going to open up the floor to questions that you guys might have about student life stuff, um, housing kinds of things, and really about anything else. We may not be able to answer all the questions, but we're happy to take, take the question and, and answer you later on if it's a financial aid question or something that we don't know the answer to. You can always um, type questions in the chat, I think, Ellie, is what we're encouraging people to do. And if you ever get disconnected or anything, you can connect back on um, and email us at sst.berea.edu. So we've got people checking in. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Collis. I'm going to close my camera while I order pizza for my kids. And then um, I'll, be, I'll still be on here for questions, though. So uh, Collis and Melissa, handing it over to you guys. 
All right. Uh, thank you, Chris. And so uh, tonight I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, first uh, to get it out of the way, the vaccination policy. And then I'm going to hand it over to Melissa to talk about um, some things that's probably a little bit more exciting. Um, and so I come to you today um, presenting for our vice president of student life, Dr. Chanel Barber. Um, she sends her uh, wishes to us tonight. She could not be with us. Um, but I, I wanted to kind of hit this, as you probably know and have read, um, students are going to be required to be vaccinated. And so there is an exemption request. And so that deadline is coming up on June the 18th. If you are a student who um, does not or cannot for a medical or religious region, reason cannot get the vaccine, you're going to want to uh, read the vaccination policy if you haven't already. I will drop the link, I think, uh, to it here in the chat so that you can easily access it. I will not read through it because that will probably bore us and uh, put us to sleep. But basically what you need to know is June 18th is the deadline. If you are one of those students who need that exemption, you will want to email lsl at berea.edu. And then uh, once you send that email saying that you need to be exempt, uh, basically the forms and things of that sort will be sent to you um, and all the documentation pieces uh, will be asked for. So if it's medical, uh, the college will ask you to provide uh, the medical or documentation from a physician stating why you can't get the vaccine. Um, and if it's religious, uh, you will be required to um, share, you know, get documentation in that way. So in short, you do need to be vaccinated. Um, the other thing to remember is that you need to be vaccinated, fully vaccinated by the time you arrive to campus. And so uh, ideally July 31st would be the last uh, date or the date to get your uh, last dose so that by the time that you're coming onto campus, you've uh, been past that two week window, uh, unless you're getting the J&J, &J, which of course is just one dose. Um, so that's the quick uh, version of the vaccination policy. Again, I, I won't bore you uh, with it, but definitely wanted to uh, put that in front of you and share that you know it is a requirement. So I'll be happy to answer any questions about the vaccination and I see some coming in. Um, if, if you have your vaccination card already, there's actually a link where you can upload your vaccine. I will drop that link in the chat uh, in case you have not seen that link. Um, but you can actually go ahead and share that with us before your arrival, which is what we prefer. Um, yes, you can bring it with you too, just in case you need it um, for some other reason. Um, but again, it helps if you want to go ahead and, and submit. So I'll just drop that link there. Uh, you will be able to upload a JPEG or an image of it, um, of your vaccination card. And that way we have it on file before you arrive. Um, so great question. All right, I'll, I'm going to pause now to see if there's any other questions, and if not, I'll I'll pass it on. Okay. Hearing no questions or seeing any in the chat, I'll pass it on, and uh, yeah, look forward to answering your question, your other questions that you might have as well. So to you, Melissa. So hi again, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's not the first time or the last time you'll hear that. Welcome to Berea College. I'm going to go over some information with you all today. Of course, if you have any questions, the chat is the place to take those. And we'll also have a time at the end for questions. So the first thing I want to say is um, there is a lot of things that will be coming at you. So make sure you check your emails. And if you don't see it in your email, if it doesn't get addressed there, email us. Let us know if you have questions. And I will put the appropriate um, email address in the chat so you can see it. But it's housing, H-O-U-S-I-N-G, at berea.edu. If you have any questions as it pertains to coming to campus and residential life and those things, you can definitely reach out to us there. Um, so the first thing I want to mention is housing assignments. So Around July 16th, somewhere in that week, you will receive a lovely email to your student, your student email that will say, hey, let's see, I wanna pick on somebody. Um, let's see, Madison, hey Madison, this is your selection for the next academic year. And it will tell you who your roommate is, it will tell you where you're, the hall you're gonna stay in and your room number. 
So that's just a little piece of information for you to know so that when you get to campus in the fall, you'll already kind of know where you're gonna be. Um, and that's really, really helpful because you can get more information about the residence, about each residence hall on our website. So you can see kind of how it looks. You can kind of get the vibe for it. And if you are an interior decorator and you, that's your lovely pastime, you can bring all the fun stuff to prepare you for that. Um, so I wanna share my screen really quickly to show you the actual housing application. I know it can be a little bit confusing. So I want to share that and show you all kind of how to do that. If you can see my screen, can I get a thumbs up from any, everybody? Perfect. So uh, when you log into the housing application, it looks like this. It's a quick blurb, kind of sort of quick, <laughs> about housing application, um, the room selection and all of that. So what you'll wanna do, if you have not already started your application, you're gonna to go to this little dot up here. This is applications. You're gonna click on that. It will load the page and will show you that you can go ahead and continue or start your housing application for the upcoming year. So you'll go ahead and click on that. And then all these preferences over here to the right under the home and application button, you'll wanna go through and fill them out or at the very least look at them. Some of the pages you don't have to require, you don't have to put in any information, but on many other pages, you definitely wanna go through and put the applicable information that pertains to you. So for example, when we go into room preferences here, it will give you an option based off of um, a couple of different identifying factors about you. So of course your first year student. So it'll give you the option of first year halls. So you're gonna make your preferences. Now you may not know the difference between Pearson's and Talcott Hall, but when you look on our website, you can get a, a few of the specs and that may be able to help you decide on which is your preference. Now your preference doesn't mean that you're going to be put in that actual hall, but it does let us know what your preference are. We do try to match people to their housing assignments based off of their preferences. So make sure you go in there and put your preferences and let us know which hall you prefer. Um, it, it may look different based off of some of the information you put in the application on the other pages, but just make sure that you look at the preferences and then pick it according to that. Then um, below that is the roommate matching questionnaire. This is basically, if you don't really know who you want a roommate with, this is the place that you need to go put your information. So it's gonna let you um, answer the questions based off of what your preferences are. So it's gonna ask you about cleanliness. It's gonna ask you about rooming with someone who may have an emotional support animal. It's gonna ask you how late you stay up. It's gonna ask you how you like to study. And you're gonna go through and answer all the questions because once you get into roommate selection, our next section, it's gonna allow you three different options to pick a roommate. So let's say you don't know who your roommate's gonna be. You have no idea. You haven't linked with anybody just yet. You can go into suggested roommates and it'll give you a list of people who are still eligible like yourself who kind of match you on a percentage. So it may not be a perfect match, but it could be really, really close. The other option for roommate selection is to match based off of details. And with this one, once you click on that, it'll allow you to search for somebody by screen name. And typically that's someone's B number or their student identification number, which is usually B007 and then the rest. So you'll search that person by their screen name. You cannot put an abbreviated version. So maybe you're like, I know it was B0012, so I'm gonna search by that. It might not give you all that you're looking for. So be specific, make sure you know that specific person's number. So this is the person that I want to roommate. We've already chatted, we've already discussed. Um, and so this is the person that I'm going to roommate. You have three options, well, you should have four. Uh, you can join the group, you can send a roommate request, you can send them a message, or you can view their profile. All of those are options that you want to navigate best for you. If you know that this is the person you want to roommate with, you're gonna either join the group or send the roommate request. And then that person has to go into the system and accept it. And then y'all are linked in the system until otherwise determined. Um, otherwise, if you're like, hey, I think I might wanna room with this person, but I just wanna make sure I forgot their B number or their identification number. So you might just wanna say, I'm gonna send this person a message and say, hi, want a room together? And then they can respond back to you in, that, um, in the housing application. 
And again, it's gonna go through the housing application. So just in case something happens to your email where it's not linking up, it'll definitely be in the housing application. So that's the best way to find a roommate based off of those three options. It's gonna go back. Um, and again, you'll get your housing room, your housing assignment somewhere in July, mid-July. We're hoping for the 16th, give or take a day. Um, so there was a question about how do you get to this page? So there's a couple of different things. Um, in the actual application, it's this here, the roommate selection there. So that's the first place you can get to it. And if you go back into the application, unless you actually go and change something, all your information will save the same. It won't adjust anything else, but you can go to application. You can go here and then roommate selection. The other way is if you go into this home area, um, it'll show messages. So if anybody has sent you a message, it will come there. So for example, somebody mistakenly sent me a roommate request and it went into messages. It's no longer there, but if it was there, it would show. Um, also, if anybody sends you a direct message, otherwise it will go there as well. Um, and then there was a question, if you've already submitted the housing application, is there a way to go back and review the application? Yes, you'll just log back in to the on the main page, you'll log in and it'll take you directly to your application. And we haven't changed anything for anybody yet. So everything you put in there should be the same. But of course, if you have any questions, if it's not looking right, or you don't know how to check something, you can email us again at housing at Cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna keep moving ahead to make sure I be in light of everyone else's time. Um, and then, so the next thing is I'm gonna show you is, did my screen change at all? Perfect, okay. Y'all, I am not good at Zoom, but I'm happy it's working. Um, so what do you wanna bring? Um, don't be like me. Don't bring the whole kitchen and your whole house. Do not do that. You don't need everything. There are some things we provide for you some things we recommend you to bring and other things it's up to you to decide. Now, my mom and I got a little bit crazy and I had like seven sets of sheets and I had like 15 towels and like 48 bath. It was too much. So don't do all that. Look at this list and get what you need to get. So what do you bring? You're gonna bring your school supplies, snacks. We all need snacks. Um, you're gonna bring Umbrella, it rains a lot in Berea. So bring your umbrella. If you like rain boots, bring those. If you have galoshes, bring those. Um, any special furnishings and decorations like posters, rugs, lights, things like that, you can bring those. Bring your toiletries, bring your shower shoes. Very important thing, bring your shower shoes. And if you can get a nice shower caddy, bring that too. Um, You'll definitely wanna bring stuff for your bed. So however you like, uh, however warm or however cool you like to sleep, you wanna bring those things with you. Um, you definitely want to bring any electronics that you may need. Um, I will say as it pertains to all the things to bring, just be mindful that you are going to be sharing a space. And because you are going to be sharing a space, it might not be the smartest idea to bring an 88 inch TV, right? Because you're sharing a space. So you wanna make sure to bring things that are not going to be too cumbersome for your roommate, but that are also gonna make you comfortable. Um, likewise, you wanna bring a waste basket. You might wanna bring additional like chargers and things, extension cords. If you've got a bike, you can definitely bring that. We also have bikes on campus and you will learn about that as soon as you get to campus. Um, but also, if you're bringing a bike, you might want to bring your lock because we don't provide those most of the time. Um, but you can definitely check in with the bike club to see if they have any there. But I would definitely bring your lock if you're going to bring a bike. Um, and most importantly, bring yourself, bring you, bring your personality, bring an open mind. Um, I never would have thought coming to Berea that I would have traveled abroad twice. I never would have thought I would have did an internship in Washington, D.C. I never would have thought that I would have sung in a choir all four years while I was in school. So make sure you bring yourself, bring the energy, bring the vibes, if you will, um, and just bring yourself and a willingness to try new things. What you don't want to bring, you can see the list. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but you can see the list there, okay? 
The one thing I definitely want to mention is I know you may be a candle person, you may be an incense person. That is not acceptable item to have in the residence hall. I wanna apologize. Um, so stuff in like the middle of like what to bring, what not to bring. So raise your hand if you're a coffee person. I'm a coffee person. If you're a coffee person, that's okay. Just know that you cannot have the Keurig in your room. You cannot have the coffee pot in your room. It has to go into a common space like a kitchen or a kitchenette. So that may mean that you may need to make your coffee in the kitchen, allow it to cool and take the apparatus back to your room. And or you might leave it in that space for everyone else to use. But if it's left in a common space, it might be used commonly. So just remember that kind of thing. Um, most of the halls have some type of laundry room and facility within it. So there are things like uh, some halls have um, irons and ironing boards. So you don't necessarily need to bring that with you. But if you do bring it, make sure that to know that you have to also use an item like that in a common space. Anything with a heating element will need to be used in a common space. We get that question all the time. Um, TVs are great things to bring as well. Extra monitors, if you're a gamer, you can bring those. But again, just be mindful um, that you are going to be in a shared space and you may not want to bring all of your stuff until you fully know where you're going to be and how you're going to be set up. So just remember that you will have winter break, go home and grab that stuff, or maybe someone can bring it to you. Um, but just know that you just err on the side of caution if you're confused. And then if you are super confused, let me know. I can answer your question. Um, what else? I'm going to stop sharing my screen quickly here. Any questions? I'm going to check the chat just in case I missed something. And shout out to the ones answering it. Y'all the best. Okay. Um, and if I miss anything, somebody let me know. There's two things I want to talk about, and I'm going to talk about them quickly, and I'm going to get out the way. So <laughs> we have special communities here at Berea. Um, they're sometimes called living learning communities elsewhere. They're called something similar here. And basically we have two specific for our incoming students. And that's our mentorship program, which right now is Dana Mentoring because it's in Dana Residence Hall. And then we have GIH, which is Gender Inclusive Housing. So the mentoring program is a really, really good opportunity. It allows for incoming students to, to have kind of like a big brother, big sister moment as soon as they get to campus. So right now it's in one of our first year, um, it's technically first year and upperclassmen because of the mentorship hall, but it's in Dana Residence Hall and it allows um, students to really get a chance to connect with folks and kind of have, again, that big brother, big sister mentorship as soon as you get to campus. It's a really, really good opportunity. Um, unfortunately, with both of these communities, the deadline to apply has passed. But if you did get that on your application, you should hear about, you hear back about your application to be in one of those special communities, hopefully by the end of this week. Um, but again, if you are not participating in it now, it doesn't mean that you can't participate in the future. So maybe you have a really good friend across campus who's really enjoying the mentorship program. Maybe that inspires you to be a mentor in the next academic year. And that way you'll get a chance to do all the great things that you experience and share with others. Um, and then GIH is our acronym, it's Gender Inclusive Housing. This is a wonderful safe space for all the folks who identify as LGBT or an ally of LGBT community. Um, and it is one that is really, really cool because you have a first year section and you have an upper class section. They don't live in the same hall, but they both influence each other in the best ways. So programming happens with it. Um, there is a lot of support that goes into that community. And a lot of our students will tell you that joining GIH was one of the better experiences that they've had at Berea in, in terms of housing. Um, it's a really, really good opportunity. If that's something that you're interested in as well, please let us know. Again, the application for that as well has passed, but if that's something that you are interested in in the future, please apply, we will be happy to have you, happy to have you join the family over here. So um, I had the pleasure of actually having GIH in my hall this past year. And one thing I really learned that like the community was so strong and people were super willing to teach one another. Um, and that's one of the most important pieces, I really think. 
Um, and not only does it happen in GIH, but it happens in all of our residence halls. So we have programming uh, that happens for our, specifically for our first year students as it pertains to Fresh Start. Um, and Fresh Start is a, it's, Name could possibly change, but just know that the intention behind Fresh Start is an initiative for our first year students. And what it does is it connects you with people in KTAL, in Blue Ridge, in Anna Smith. It connects you to people outside of the first year halls. It's a lot of programming, a lot of competition happens. Shout out to the Anna Pandas, you'll be over here at Anna Smith. Um, but it's a really, really good opportunity for you to get engaged super early when you start your brewery college experience. So, of course, check your emails because more information will be coming soon about that. I can actually share a really, really nice picture of an and a panda something. Let's see if I got it here. Oh, wait. Remember how I said I don't know how to do stuff? Here we go. Uh, uh, uh. There we go. Can we see that? Thumbs up if we can see it. Perfect. So this is fresh start, fresh start from a couple of years back. As you can see, it was a whole lot of people in Fresh Start. It was a really wonderful year. Um, so each hall has their own mascot. Um, so again, shout out to the Andapandas. I'm going to continue to plug Andapandas. Um, so each hall will have memorabilia, you'll have swag, and you'll get the schedule of all the fun things that will be happening as it pertains to Fresh Start and other name that may change to it. So it's exciting, it's fun. If you come into Anna Smith or Blue Ridge or Dana Talkett Pearson's, you'll automatically know that you're a part of your team, your hall, the swag will be there. It's gonna be a really, really great thing. So look forward to that. It will definitely be in your inboxes as well. Um, and I am done talking at you guys. Are there any questions that I may be able to answer? I wanted to be Bigfoot too. I won't lie about that, but unfortunately it's over at Blue Ridge. And they're pretty cool, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I have a question. Go for it. Okay, because I'm on the... Um the roommate thing um i don't know if i picked somebody or not i don't know it said that like said i completed the application but i don't remember requesting for anybody it was like somebody like uh requested me like in the group and then like i accepted it but like i didn't pick anybody in the group so the group is typically only comprised of two people so if you accepted the group then you automatically accepted the, the person in the group if that makes any sense. You didn't have to request them. As long as you accepted the request, that should be all you need to do there. Okay. But of course, if you are confused, if it ain't making no sense, you can always email us and we can check in for you. Yeah, well, as long as I'm good to go. That's all I, I think need. you are. <laughs> any other questions that I may answer? Um, Y'all feel free to drop your questions in the chat as well. I'll probably read some of them aloud because this, um, the audio recording from tonight's Zoom will be an episode of the Bria Bound podcast for those who are unable to make it tonight. Um, so there was one question that someone asked um, directly. Um, this pertains to what not to bring to campus, but they were wondering about self-defense items like small tasers or pepper spray. Um, Melissa or Collis, could you answer whether or not those are permitted on campus? Yes, I can. And I will go to the student handbook, uh, which is our friend, um, but you may not have uh, uh, pepper spray or um, tasers on campus. So I will find that section of the student handbook and uh, drop it in the chat. So great question. And since we're on the subject of the student handbook, I definitely recommend that at some point over the summer that you take a moment to review that document. It is lengthy, it is long, but there's a lot of important information in there. Um, so if you have a specific question about something that you can or cannot bring, it's likely specifically mentioned in the handbook or it's under a category of something in the handbook. So um, 
Collis just put the link there in the chat. Definitely feel free to review that. And if you have any questions, again, about something specific, let us know. Yes, I echo Melissa. And uh, just so that we can keep answering questions, if you need, if you don't find it and you're looking for it, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, I can drop my email uh, for that question in the chat too. Okay, so another question that we've gotten, um, Melissa, could you speak a little bit about non-traditional housing and how, or non-traditional students and how roommate pairing would work for them? I see in the chat, we have a question from someone who is a 26 year old transfer student, but they only see options um, for other first year, for first year students. Yeah, that's a good question. So that goes into, um, remember when I mentioned that you can kind of like the special communities so the special communities is where you would definitely want to spend a little bit of energy at. The special communities in there includes Eco Village, and Eco Village is an option for um, it's still considered college housing, um, but it is a more of an apartment style housing that is for our non-traditional students. And non-traditional could be anyone from you're over a particular age, or you have a family, or you have a particular circumstance going on that is where you'll definitely want to kind of spend some time. And in those applications, we review them on a person-to-person -person basis. So we spend the time reviewing that and we'll communicate with you directly because sometimes the application, it's new, it's, it's specific. You can only click so many buttons. So you are able to put as much information in there as you would like. But if there is something specific you have a question about, that's a really, really good opportunity to email us. I'm gonna say that a lot. Um, but basically, it allows you to make that preference, and then you'll get a response back based off of that preference. Um, I hope that sort of answers your question. But any other thing that is like outside of that, we will talk to you one on one about. Now, hopefully, I answered that. So I have, this is maybe my favorite question that I've seen so far. Is there anything I can do if I don't like my roommate? Absolutely. So nothing is cut and dry. I definitely want to say this. Nothing is cut and dry. The most important thing is to communicate, right? So you want to communicate with your roommate that they're getting on your nerves or something that they're doing is not what you prefer. And if that doesn't work, if having that communication with your roommate doesn't work, you can definitely elevate it a little bit higher to your resident assistant, your RA, or to your HC which is a hall coordinator. And both of those are also students. They understand what it means to room with people. They know it's complicated. They know it can get sticky at times, but they're the first person you wanna go to and say, hey, I'm having an issue with my roommate. And what'll happen from there is some sort of conversation and mediation will happen between you, your roommate and a third party. And that third party is going to be unbiased. They're going to hear both sides and they're going to provide you with some sort of like, let's fix this energy, right? So it could be that the two of you are just not meshing because they play their music at 7 a.m. when you're still asleep because you don't have class until 10. It could be something even more serious. Like you think that that person simply doesn't like you for whatever reason. Nine times out of 10, your roommate it's either, I'll say this, your roommate is either aloof to the issue or they're just as scared to talk to you about a problem as you are. So the first thing to do is to just simply say, like, put your cards on the table, like, hey, I don't like it when you do this. I don't like it when you do that and have that conversation. Now to sort of help it not get to that point, what we do in the first week of classes is we go over roommate agreements. And those roommate agreements are an agreed upon set of preferences and rules for the room that says we won't have loud music in the room before or after this time or I'm a late sleeper I'm a, I sleep in late so when you're up at this hour please be mindful that I'm sleeping so that will be a guided conversation between the hall staff and the, the two roommate pairs right so we'll have that conversation in the beginning now if we can't agree to that after or our actions don't relate to that We'll have a communication session and we'll talk about it and we'll do our very, very best to mediate um, the situations because we don't want people to not have roommates. I know that sounds crazy, but having a roommate is a really 
Sorry, I mean myself. Having a roommate can be really fun. And you can learn a lot from having a roommate. It teaches you quite a bit of lessons. I will say that. So before we just simply separate people, we try to resolve the issue in mediation and go about seeing what we can do to make sure that both parties can compromise to an extent to where they both can get what they want or at the very least can be comfortable residing in the room together. And when all those fails, you won't live with that person forever. So just try to do your best, try to be respectful and considerate and more than likely they're gonna do the same. Um, so this is another question sort of about non-traditional housing, um, but at what age can a student apply to live in the eco-village? Sure, I can, I can speak to that one. So eco-village is really, um, the main focus is families. And so we uh, seek to work with single parents and also married um, uh, couples. And so that's the, the first priority. And then outside of that, we begin to look at seniors and other non-traditional students. So the age that would um, really outside of those categories that we would begin to look at someone maybe uh, as a non-trident eco would be at 23, um, but it's not a guarantee. So if you're 23, it doesn't mean, oh, it's a guaranteed, I can, I can go. Um, as Melissa has echoed, the housing team does an outstanding job really understanding each individual student and, and trying to figure out the individual situations. Um, so it's hard to say a blanket, you know, if you're this age, then you get this. Um, but know that we would work with you. And if you're interested, again, I would encourage you to email housing or talk to housing. If you've already applied, then as, as Melissa uh, stated, housing will be getting back uh, with those in the special communities very soon uh, to let you know um, if you're approved or not. Okay, great, thank you. Um, another question about the Eco Village: Does the Eco Village have separate bills, or is it also covered by loans, grants, et cetera, like tuition and other housing options? Yes, um, and so with the Eco Village, uh, it is built differently um, than if you're staying in the residence hall, and so you would have lights and things of that sort, uh, especially for families. Um, and it will still go through financial aid. And so the financial aid office will be able to work with you and will be best to talk to you about um, your packaging, your loans and all of those things. Great, thank you. Um, so this actually might be a question for Channing. Um, a student was asking, and I believe this is about class schedules, but Channing, could you talk a little bit about what um, their fall course schedules will maybe look like. Just a brief overview of what they can kind of expect. Oh, that's my bad. I think Channing might have stepped away for a second. So Chris might be able to jump in on this, but essentially, um, your classes in the fall will be built around a mix of requirements that all incoming first year students have to take care of. Um, and then sort of the responses that you gave in online orientation when you filled out the course preferences section. Um, so there are definitely other folks on this call who can speak to that a little bit more, um, but that's sort of basically what you can expect. And when you get your schedules in late July, um, you will have the opportunity to request some minor changes, but basically we take care of your first term for you. Um, and then we'll work with you to help you register yourself for the spring term as well. Um, but you don't really have to worry too much about it for now. Um, okay, um, this is a question about um, the labor program. Um, if you requested a certain labor position, you will find out about labor positions in late July. Um, so in late July, you'll hear about labor positions, course schedules, and housing assignments around the same time. Okay, does anyone have any more questions that are specific to housing and student life? You are also always welcome to unmute yourself or drop them in the chat. 
while everyone is thinking um, of what other questions for housing and student life, I did want to unmute. One of the things we didn't uh, talk about uh, a lot, um, I just want to briefly mention, but it is our goal that as you come to Berea, um, that you would become a part of the community. And so you're going to hear a lot about community building and finding ways to, to get to know others and building those relationships um, that maybe you wouldn't have built had you not come to Berea. And so I just wanted to, you know, I thought more about what Melissa was saying, uh, especially you may find someone who's different from you, um, different story upbringing and so on. And so I just want to encourage you all uh, to keep an open mind as you come to Berea. Uh, and it, it really is a beautiful thing as an alum of Berea College. Um, I can say that, you know, I've been in your shoes. And so um, building community and getting to know others, I think is really important. And that's something that we will do. And so one, one plug that I will put in is once you're in the residence hall and you're settled, I encourage you to learn about your board of residents as well as your student government. And so there are other ways that students can get, in, get involved on campus and your student government is one, campus activities board is another, as well as, uh, as I said, your BOR, Board of Residents. And there's also other registered student orgs on campus that you can get involved in too. Well over 100 registered student orgs. And so I encourage you to take a look at those as well. Um, and so I just wanted to put in a brief plug while you all were thinking about uh, any other questions that you all had for us. Oh, Wells, if you don't mind, why don't you drop in the chat some activities that you're involved in aside from O-Team? So as you can see, one really cool thing about going to a small school is that you can be involved in a lot of different things on campus. So I'm seeing a lot of dance, some Zumba, soccer, sports. Jeb is involved in literally everything, which I believe. Um, <laughs> so definitely when you all get to campus, you'll spend a ton of time with the orientation team, but be sure to ask them about these activities that they're involved in because that's how you can meet more people and make connections on campus. And OLs, since um, we're a little quiet on questions at the moment, if you all have any questions that you had when you were a new incoming student, please feel free to unmute yourselves and ask them, because um, I'm sure that there are, we have incoming students who are thinking of those questions, but are maybe a little too shy to ask them um, in a public forum. Either way, uh, when do we start coming in for orientation? Yeah, great question. So move in is August 14th. Um, and then classes start on the following Wednesday. Um, but during that time between when you move in and when classes start, we'll have a lot of activities. Um, and you'll meet with a lot of different folks on campus to sort of help welcome you to the Berea College community and get you oriented on campus before classes start. Can you come in early and I guess get a feel for the college? So yeah, that's that's what welcome week is. Um, so you do get there ahead of time before classes start. Um, and first year students move in before um, sophomores and juniors and seniors. So that gives you a chance to sort of get the lay of the land a little bit before um, classes start and things get a lot busier for you. Um, if I can't make it on 14, is there any way I can come in like later or? Um, it depends. Um, you would probably need to coordinate with your area coordinator to figure that out. Um, but if you want to email sst at berea.edu and explain your situation a little bit more, we can connect you with the folks from housing and give you some advice on how to handle that as well. Hey Ellie, I was wondering, do student athletes uh, move in earlier or is it the same date for them too? 
call us. I think they move in early, but can you speak to that? Yes, uh, student athletes do move in early and I think athletics will be in touch uh, with that date. Um, I have a tentative date, but I don't want to announce it in case they uh, decide to, to change it. Um, but yeah, athletics will let you know. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Is there a specific time uh, on August 14th to move in? Like, is there a time for that or just any time throughout the day? There will be a specific window of time in which you are encouraged to move in. Um, if you were flying and had to arrive at a specific time, we could most likely work with you to figure out the best way for you to get to campus. Um, but there is typically like a four-ish hour window. Um, and other folks who have worked move-in not during COVID, feel free to jump in and correct me. <laughs> It, well, thank you, Ellie, and I, I just want to try. So we will be doing um, signups as we have in the past. So, or um, let me correction, as we have during COVID. Um, and so there will still be a signup uh, portion as we will still have to uh, work with White House Clinic, uh, which is Student Health Services. And so there'll be more on that um, piece, but you, you will have a, a window, as Ellie was saying, um, but we will work with uh, any student who needs to be outside of that window. Um, you would just want to make us aware. So once you get your housing assignment, you'll get more info about signing up for a particular time because that'll be by your residence hall. Okay, so this is another question. Um, do you meet your roommate in the room, like when they move in or beforehand? Um, so I'll, there are actually two questions. So I'll ask that one first. When do students meet their roommates? So I'll say you tentatively meet your roommate when you get your housing assignment, because it will tell you who you're rooming with, because we don't necessarily want you to not know. <laughs> so once you meet them, once you meet them virtually, that'll be your opportunity to reach out to them on a more personal level. So a lot of the time, um, all you'll know is their name. You can find them in the housing system. You can email them and you can chat and exchange your information then. Um, and also, depending on how roommate, how move in, move in works, you may be able to coordinate a time where you like meet at the exact same time or you come to camps at the exact time to move in. Um, so that is kind of how it works. You don't necessarily meet them, but you can kind of finagle and figure out how to connect with them. Um, I've actually already requested a roommate. She was my friend from high school. So uh, I was just wondering on campus, when do we meet them? Like, do you meet them before you go to your room or would you meet them at the room? So it can, it can, that's a combination of things, honestly. I would say that, like, if you already know the person, then if, if you've already met in that way, then, of course, you would have already met in person. But some people are literally meeting their roommate for the first time when they get to campus. So uh, depending on the schedule and when you are able to sign up to move in, you may meet them during the move-in process. Um, that's normally when you'll meet your roommate is because you'll move in before classes actually begin. So you'll meet them before you get too deep into classes and labor and things like that. Hope that kind of answers your question. Um, so the next question, this is a two-parter, is there anything going on between move-in and classes starting? And the answer is yes, <laughs> there is so much going on. Um, I can't tell you a ton of specifics right now because we're working on the schedule, but I can tell you it's going, you're gonna be busy, but it's gonna be fun. Um, you're gonna have a chance to meet a lot of your fellow incoming students and our lovely orientation leaders will be there to guide you through that whole process. Um, they are fantastic. They will be wearing bright gold the entire time. So they're very easy to spot. Um, but yes, we will keep you very busy leading up to when you start classes so that you have a lot of time to get comfortable with campus before you dive into your classes. Um, and then this next question, I think this is probably gonna be a question for Collis. 
Um, will there still be many COVID-19 restrictions in the fall, even though most people will be vaccinated? All right, great question. Um, so I'm happy to report that yeah, with a, a more vaccinated campus, um, the goal is to return uh, back to normal operations without the COVID restrictions. And so um, as of right now, we know things change quickly, uh, especially with COVID. We know that there's new variants, but right now we are on target to uh, have a semi, I, I say normal very lightly, um, but we are on target to return to a, a more normal uh, fall semester without all of the restrictions in place. Uh, but as always, uh, things change. And so I say that lightly uh, to say that, you know, um, if something was to, to change, you would be notified and made aware. But again, right now, the goal is not to have uh, restrictions. So students who are here this summer um, can already not wear their mask inside or in, in spaces if they're fully vaccinated. Um, they're able to go and travel and do things that uh, they were not originally able to do uh, when we first um, start to deal with uh, COVID. So the goal again is that we will not be under those restrictions. So great question. Um, and yeah, we're up, up for here. So we're excited uh, to get back uh, to doing some of the things that we were unable to do during COVID. And by the way, so when you come into the campus, is it like closed campus? Is You can't leave the campus or can you leave whenever? How does that work? Yeah, so, so our campus is an open campus. It sits right in the middle of town. Um, and so it, it, it has its pros and cons, uh, but um, you can literally go. Um, so there's no curfew or anything like that. Um, and so you will be able to go and, you know, create your own schedule and be an adult. And uh, so I, I hope that answers your question. Uh, but yeah, there's no curfews or, or anything like that um, for fall moving forward. And we didn't have a curfew even in COVID, but there were certain rules. Thank you. Um, so this next question, I think this pertains specifically to move in, but how many family members are students allowed to bring and have in the residence hall when they're moving in? So again, we're going back to normal. Um, and so, or semi-normal, I keep saying that. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I really need another word other than normal, but we're resuming after life after COVID basically. Um, and so right now you can bring your family with you. Again, the sign-up piece will still be important to us and how we navigate that. Um, everyone may not be allowed in the residence hall at the same time, because again, uh, your family, are not required to be vaccinated to bring you to campus. Um, and we do want to keep the residence hall safe. And so uh, in terms of moving you in and being at the residence hall, you're probably going to see a limit there, uh, probably two or so family members at a time in the hall. Um, but in terms of coming to campus, um, and Chris may have more on it, but in terms of coming to campus, you could still bring your family to campus. Um, we'll just need to navigate the residence halls uh, a little bit differently. Okay, and then I think this will probably be our last question because we're coming up on seven and we need to wrap it up. Um, but this is a question about vaccinations. Um, with the new variants of COVID, are we students going to be asked to take another vaccine if one emerges? So what I would say to that, so another good question, uh, know that our president and vice presidents, which is uh, our administrative committee at the college, um, they are always watching and, and staying up to date on um, what is needed. And so that's a hard one to answer. Um, but I will say that, that you know, the college does um, work with student health services closely and our administrators at the college, our VPs and president would uh, definitely, again, make you aware and make us aware in student life. And we would share that information with students um, if we, you know, if that becomes reality. Um, and so again, I don't know if I answer that question, but know that that is something that is possible and that the college will be um, looking at that and, and coming up with, you know, a plan uh, if we have to take boosters or another vaccine. 
Okay, great. Well, if we didn't get to any of your questions, please email sst at berea.edu um, and we will either answer your question, but if we don't know the answer, we will loop in the appropriate folks from housing and student life. Um, so just a couple of reminders that I wanted us to go over so that you can kind of mark your calendars for what's coming up. Um, if you have not completed online orientation, please do so as soon as possible. The deadline has passed, but we are not closing it. So you can still go in and do that. And please do that so that we can start working on your class assignments um, so you can get your fall schedule in a timely manner. Um, I'm just kind of going to go through the list of things that I need you to do. Um, please be sure to submit your medical forms as soon as possible. Those are the non-COVID vaccine medical forms, your medical history, immunization record, and TB risk assessment. Those are available in online orientation. If you have any questions about those, email SST. Um, the next informational Zoom session will be for transfer students on June 28th. So transfer students, if you're watching, please mark your calendars. Um, ID photos are due July 15th. Um, again, you should have gotten instructions for submitting those in your welcome packets from us, but if you have any questions, just shoot us an email. Um, if you have not already done Summer Connections, we are excited to see you at Summer Connections. You should have an invitation to that in your Berea College inbox with your assigned date, and if you need to change your date, that's totally fine. Just let us know. Um, if you've received information about math placement testing, please um, either submit your test scores so you can possibly waive it or um, go ahead and sign up to take that on July 15th if you are able to do so. Otherwise, you'll have to take it in August and that may result in some schedule changes. Um, and lastly, I will say this till I'm blue in the face, please be sure to check your Berea College email at least like, I would say check it once a day at this point, just to make sure that you are staying on top of all of the information that we have for you. Um, so we are coming up right at seven. I will keep the chat and the Zoom open for just a little bit longer if you have any last minute questions for us. But I wanna say thank you to Collis and Melissa for joining us tonight and giving all of this great information and answering the many questions. Um, but yeah, I will let you all go. But again, I'll keep the Zoom going for just a little bit longer if you have any questions. By the way, how do I find the episodes? I guess these videos? Recordings? Yeah, the podcast episodes, I will drop the link in the chat. It's pretty easy to remember. It's anchor.fm slash bound. Um, and tonight's episode will probably be uploaded next week. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how can I access the um, online orientation? Yep, so please go to your Berea College inbox and you should see a message from Chris Lakes um, prompting you to begin online orientation. You can also just go to your My Berea portal and then down on the left-hand side, there's like a bar, it'll say new students. You'll click on that tab and it'll take you to the online orientation portal. Uh, also, uh, I already have a job currently. So, and I know you guys require me to at least work 10 hours a week. So how does that work? Do I have to quit that job or can I work too? How does this? Um, so you are not, so when you, our Ebury College, your labor position should be your only job. Um, however, you can have other positions during the summer or over breaks, but your labor position should be your only um, employment during the school year. Is there any exceptions to that? Um, not really. Um, you could email sst at berea.edu if you have more specific questions about your circumstances, um, but that's a pretty hard and fast rule. There are occasions, um, this wouldn't be the case your first year, but sometimes students will have multiple labor positions. They'll have their primary position and then they'll have a zero to five position if they wanted to work in another office on campus.
Okay, does anyone else have any last minute questions? As always, you can email SST if there's anything that we missed. Okay, well, I will go ahead and close it out. Um, orientation leaders, thank you so much, as always, for being here. If you have any questions or need anything, you know how to get a hold of me. Um, Collis and Melissa, thank you guys again so much. I really appreciate it. Okay, good night, everybody.